Hey guys, welcome back to another episode here on This Is Just The Beginning. I'm your host Ellie and I hope you're having a fab day. Today I kind of wanted to talk about the whole Christmas time with eating disorders and those who may have just disordered eating etc and think that there's a certain way to eat, certain foods to eat and basically the whole guilt around eating especially at Christmas and so I just want to get straight into the episode because this is something that's been on my mind a lot as someone who is still in eating disorder recovery and I kind of think the first thing to say is that you are not going to be fully recovered for a long time and possibly your whole life and that is a very scary thing and the past kind of few months I've been thinking about that a lot and thinking why do I still have bad days why do I still have relapses I've not even been in recovery for two years yet and I think that I should be fully recovered by now because most of the time I am great and I feel pretty amazing but then some days I do have those bad days and my mind is still, like that voice in my head is still going, no Ellie, restrict, do this, do that. And I just get so wound up about that because I think, no, I should be recovered right now. But today I wanna to talk about everything kind of behind that and how you can focus on recovering and still having a good time at Christmas time. I'm gonna start off by kind of talking about my story with Christmas time in particular with my whole anorexia story. Basically, I was diagnosed with anorexia in 2021 but I like had it and had all the symptoms and everything of it in 2019 and especially with covid and the lockdown just made it even worse and it did kind of start out of just exercise addiction and I've talked about my story a lot but I just thought I'd kind of fill you in with some things here since the age of 12 when I started high school I was just in sport every single day I was doing hockey dance every single day And so those days that I had time off at age of 12 to 14, like I had a day off, sure, and I'd eat pizza and I just, you know what I mean? Like I was a kid, so I'd still eat, I'd still do all these things. But all my kind of life, I've been a grazer and I just kind of eat snacks here and there. I never liked a big meal. And I got that habit definitely from my mum who always kind of just grazed, same as my nan. So, and then at the age of 14 was when I started going to the gym and I was like progressing with my hockey so I was doing even more training still doing dance although I was kind of like not enjoying dance as much because I did it at school and those people dropped out and it was just a few of us left and it just wasn't the best environment but I love dance still so I still did it um but I was doing more and more hockey I joined the gym as well so on a Saturday for example I would I played hockey for school for the eventually the first team but I mean when I was younger I played hockey for school on a Saturday so a match and then I did club hockey as well but most of the time I did two matches for club hockey on a Saturday as well as my school match because they needed more people to play for club so I was like yeah I'll play in the lower team or whatever I was just so knackered every single Saturday right and I would go to the gym first thing if I didn't have an early match I'd go to the gym with my mum I'd do an hour-long gym class if you've ever done if you've done like Les Mills gym classes you'll know body attack that was back when it was an hour I think they've all reduced the class times now but yeah if you if you know anything about gym classes this was a like a hit class non-stop an hour long torture I hated it every single time but I loved it because again I loved going to the gym I loved doing exercise and then I'd go do three hockey matches afterwards or it was at least two every Saturday but sometimes it was three I'd have another hockey match in the week plus three or four training sessions And I just always thought I had to be doing sport. And I think from there, like in the summer after that year, when obviously it wasn't hockey season anymore, I would be doing a lot of exercise. I'd be getting up early before school. And then in 2019, that was when it really started. And I was getting up early before school, like every single day into 2020, into COVID. And it just like, just basically plummeted straight away in COVID. 
and it got very very bad especially with social media and body image body dysmorphia every like you remember when tiktok first came about and the algorithm was literally just favoring pretty blonde girls well not just blonde but just pretty skinny girls if you remember that yeah I remember that too and it's going back that way I've realized on my tiktok now it is going back to that point and I hate it like why is that still the thing but anyway that's what I was consuming every day because I first got into tiktok kind of just before lockdown and all I was consuming was that and it was just always playing on my mind like why am I not skinny why am I not that kind of shape and I just started really hating my body as well in 2019 was when I was 16 and my body like finally changed into like a woman's body because I mean I still had that kind of like rectangular 12 year old's body I had abs I had everything and then age of 16 I started to develop like my boobs my hips my bum and I was like why am I bigger I hated it and things weren't fitting properly and I wasn't gaining weight I was just my body was just changing and I hated it so then I was like no I need to lose it and I did and yeah that's kind of like the backstory to it and I went to uni in 2021 in the September when I was still like at my worst and in the summer like halfway through the summer before uni I was like I'm not going to uni I said to my parents I was like there is no way that I can because at this point I, I knew I had anorexia I knew I had to recover but I was like I don't want to go and then it came to A level results day and that was just kind of like all thrown in the bin because I was like it was so fast paced after that because that was in the middle of August and I had about a month till I went to uni and it just kind of was like all on, what's the word, like um, double speed my whole life. And I just went to uni and me and my parents never discussed it again. Looking back, I should have not gone. Mentally and physically, I was very ill. And because I was at uni, I was alone. I could continue doing my bad habits, even though I said to my mum, yeah, I'm eating. No, I wouldn't. My mum every week would deliver me a food shop. I wouldn't eat it and I'd just be throwing it away or cooking for other people. And yeah, it got really bad at uni, but then I started recovery in May last year, 2022. Absolutely loved it. I love recovery so much. (laughs) So if you're kind of in the same stage as me with recovery, I feel like a lot of people don't think it's fun. For me, it is fun because I'm learning a lot about myself, a lot of how I get triggered and I get triggered when anything is out of control. Because as I said, lockdown really hit me badly with um anorexia because everything was so out of control and my exams were cancelled we didn't know when we could see family or friends again so I've kind of picked up on that like every time I'm anxious as well that is when I develop those habits again and it's just kind of recovery is so fun to just learn more about yourself and I don't know about you it's not fun all the time especially at the start it is not fun trust me but now that I'm 18 months into it it's so fun that I get to eat foods I want to again I'm not saying there's no bad days of course there is But here's another reminder that everyone's journey with recovery or anything to do with that a life journey, a life path is so different and people can recover really quickly. And when I say recover in this context, I mean kind of get past the habits and realign yourself with gym and exercise, realign yourself with food. It's a work in progress all the time. But you know, when you kind of hit that stage where you're not really worried about food anymore, most of the time, I mean, and you kind of do gym when you can, like when you get to that stage where, um, you're okay with what happens in the day you don't care if the routine's kind of skewed a bit whatever that's what I mean when like when you're like recovering you know what I mean when you kind of get to that hiatus I guess because it does dip after that but when you get to that like initial high of recovery it is fun and you get to eat all the foods you want to do but no it is very hard especially when you 
are kind of like my age and you want you want to go out and you want to do stuff and at the start it's so hard to do that but you do just have to let go for me a huge thing is Christmas because during my dark anorexia days there were two Christmases that were really bad and I don't know about you but Christmas day for us is kind of we have dinner at my family house here and my grandparents come over and we have like Christmas dinner around like three o'clock it used to be five o'clock but I remember the first year so in 2020 um it was we had like three o'clock dinner and I remember just like stressing out and that was at the point where people had noticed my behaviors but no one had really pulled me up on it or anything and that was kind of like the darkest depths of my ED in kind of like my final year at school and I was just an absolute bitch the whole day I didn't want to eat I was on the I remember I was on the treadmill um and my nan came in saying and I think she had noticed a lot of my behaviours as well, but she came in saying, Ellie, come on, it's Christmas Day, you don't want to be doing a workout. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll only be a minute. And I was on there for an hour and a half on the treadmill, just walking, but that was my thing. I would just walk for an hour and a half, at least, on the treadmill every day, five times a day, and it was just so bad. <laughs> um, but I remember my nan coming in and saying that, and she looked so sad because she wanted obviously to spend time with me. And my mum my and dad the day before was like, you're not working out tomorrow, it's Christmas, and yeah, and I, I just felt so, I don't know, just really horrible about that I had to work out, and yeah, that was like the first time I kind of realised that, even though that was kind of at the start of my ED, um, but yeah, and then we had d- dinner at three o'clock, I remember, and I was waiting until the very last moment to go sit down and eat, and everyone was like, why are you standing around waiting to eat, and I said to my mum, who kind of did see what was happening at that time, I was like, no, I'm waiting until three, because it was like 2.57 or something. I was like, I'm waiting until three, then I'll come in. And it had to be a specific time that I could eat. And if it was going to be early, it had to be the latest it could be, like, on the dot of the hour. And I didn't eat a lot. And then afterwards, I went to do another workout. And I was just not with my family. So then that's when they kind of understood that something was wrong. The following year, it was kind of the exact same. I didn't eat my dinner. I had, like, the tiniest bit of food and then didn't eat it. Um, and then afterwards, again, I went to do a workout and this was when my mum was just really worried about me because I had to get over it and I just could not get over it. And then, so that was kind of like the final Christmas with my ED and it, it was hard and there was a lot of screaming matches and it's kind of funny to think when you have an ED, when you're like late teens, um, early twenties, the tantrums you have because you have, like, you just kind of resort back to like basic instincts in a way like when you're a baby that's kind of how I can kind of put it um and I just have tantrums all the time if something wasn't right because it had to be a particular way and I'd literally have tantrums I'd scream and cry and slam doors and I just like I was a child at that time and it was just very weird to think of how I acted and it must have been very upsetting for my family members to see but anyway um last Christmas was my first Christmas in recovery and I bigged it up for so long, like, I was writing loads of blog posts, I must have done a podcast as well about it, although, I, to be fair, like, my, all my thoughts on my eating disorder on my podcast haven't been, like, for the whole time, it's been quite recent, I feel like, it's not been for the whole time I've been doing a podcast, but anyway, um, and so last Christmas, I really wanted it to be a great Christmas, where I didn't work out, and I had a lazy day, and I ate chocolate, and I had breakfast, and I still had, like, an early dinner, and it was all fine and at that point as well I didn't work out every day I'd kind of got past that and because I had a boyfriend at the time as well and I he kind of taught me that you don't have to do exercise every day or every week for that matter and 
it was just in my head like oh my god I can't do this because I still had that psychological barrier with Christmas because my past few Christmases had been awful and I was remembering them and I was kind of thinking that I had to still be ill if you know what I mean like I had to act that way because that's how I've all like that's what I've known for the last few years um and I was fine like all day and then it got to dinner and I was eating my, halfway through eating my dinner and I just kind of froze and I like ran to the toilet and I was like looking in the mirror I was like Ellie get yourself together you you, you can't be acting like this now like you're 19 years old I thought you were past this and I wasn't and I just felt this just like horrible crushing feeling inside me because I was like why am I not over this yet it's been like I've been in recovery for eight months I was like why am I not okay yet and it took me a while to kind of realize that recovery is not a linear process and that it's always going to be really hard a lot of the time especially with big triggers like Christmas when everyone else is eating loads and having fun and I'm there like just not wanting to do that and I want to go back to my old habits. I was at the table and then I came back and I finished my meal and my mum and dad knew like obviously they can see in my eyes that I was crying and they knew obviously what it was about. Afterwards my family leave and then it's just like us five like family members at home and my grandparents leave and as soon as they leave I break down to my mum and also at this point I've had a couple glasses of wine as well. I wasn't drunk but you know what I mean like I wasn't completely sober. <laughs> But I just break down to her and she's like, oh, are you okay? Like, I know. And actually my dad was the same. He, he did sympathise with me a lot during the time, even though he didn't quite understand it. He still knew when I got really upset. And he, she just hugged me like, I was like, why am I still not over it? And then she reminded me that it's a very um, up and down process and it's going to be like this for a while. And that did kind of pull me back together. So this year I'm kind of being gentle with myself because it is that time when there's more chocolate, there's more treats, there's more like festive drinks around and it's winter so you do just want to eat cheese toasties like me all the time, like I want to do that and it's just, it is really hard sometimes when I start thinking about Christmas but I'm like no, this year is going to be a good year but I think this is my first tip I'm going to give after saying all that. Tip one is to remember that it's only one day out of the year so in that way you are allowed to eat all those things because you're not going to gain weight overnight and I think that's tip number two but you're not going to gain weight overnight right so why don't you just indulge and I hate that word but just allow yourself to eat what you want to eat on Christmas day and again you don't have to eat a huge meal either you can kind of eat what you want don't force yourself to eat more than you can especially on Christmas if you want to if you want to eat more than you usually do go for it if you want it to be a challenge and I think that's tip number three challenge yourself because Christmas is the best time to challenge yourself um with in recovery because you have all those like chocolate to eat you have the lazy days as well like it is a big challenge for a lot of people and I think as if you think of it as that way not as in like oh my god I'm really gonna struggle think of it as no it's another challenge to face more fear foods to have Christmas ticked off my list of kind of like triggers and fears and if you think of it that way it becomes a lot easier tip number five I think um don't put pressure on yourself and I've kind of just said this but don't put pressure on yourself to eat eat everything or to think oh I've been two years in recovery now kind of like me I should be over it now and I should enjoy Christmas instead because if if you're like me like you still might have that psychological block with it and I hope I'm now not kind of making that happen for you by kind of saying oh you will have a psychological block no remember it's different for every single person in recovery but Christmas was just a big thing for me that it was really hard to deal with so if you're similar and you might be because I know Christmas is a big challenge and it is very scary for a lot of people 
don't be so hard on yourself and just kind of enjoy it and or just try and enjoy it and if you are finding it really hard tip number six talk to your friends talk to your family whoever you trust it is easier if you're spending Christmas with your family to talk to them I know that is hard for some people who aren't necessarily that open with their family and maybe they confide in with a friend or someone else just have that one person that you do speak to about it and just say if it is with your family and you're sitting with them at dinner just say hey like if I storm out if I cry like you know why and that is just very important to have the support system around this time because even though it's supposed to be a happy holiday not everyone enjoys Christmas maybe you've lost someone maybe something happened a few years ago on Christmas it isn't always a joyous event so kind of also have that in mind as well if you think Christmas is supposed to be so fun like yeah it's supposed to be fun and time with friends and family but not everyone has that same attitude to Christmas and as well like not everyone celebrates Christmas either so that's also something to keep in mind also tip number seven tip number six seven I want to say um remember it's Christmas like I know it's a it's scary and there's loads of fear foods around but Christmas food is amazing (laughs) I love a roast dinner with all my heart and I just love Christmas dinner like just kind of think about all these things to get excited for for Christmas um think about the presents I know it's not about the presents but it is about the presents (laughs) think about the presents think about that lazy morning in bed well to be fair we tend to get up quite early just because we did as a kid and I still have that but just kind of think about that and think about a day in your pyjamas and Christmas music and mulled wine and snowballs, beer, whatever it is. Or if you just want a cup of tea, whatever, you know, it's Christmas, it's fun if you do enjoy it. And I'm not saying that everyone enjoys it, obviously, like it might be hard for you. But just try and realign it with it is fun and hopefully it's going to snow. I don't think it will. But yeah, and that's why I wanted to do this episode today, a week to go before Christmas because you might be starting to get anxious about it you might already be anxious about it and I think that this will kind of kind of help you just think okay everyone does struggle with Christmas when you're in ED recovery but it's the biggest challenge yet and that's a good thing you have to keep challenging challenging yourself throughout the whole of your recovery even if you think you've recovered do another thing to challenge you like with me huge challenges were having lazy days in bed or wake up late and then go out straight away without having time to um do a workout and as well with my ed it was very much it was like restrictive in terms of food but then also in my routine like I had to have a very planned routine and the OCD came in through that like I could only eat at a certain time I could only eat certain foods at a certain time and it was just all the whole thing like my whole life was restrictive and I think that is very similar to a lot of people but that was my biggest challenge when I didn't have those very planned out days or when I was with my then boyfriend and I had to have a lazy day stay in bed till 11 p.m not 11 p.m 11 a.m whereas I'd be up at 7 a.m every day but I let myself have those days I let myself be lazy and if I didn't want to go to the gym first thing you can also go to the gym in the afternoon and that was another thing with me like I had to go to the gym first thing if I was going to go. If I didn't, I'd just feel really weird and lazy, even if I knew I was going to go later. But kind of realigning myself with that by saying, you can do a workout whenever you want, if you want. Because some days um, I'd wake up, like now I'd, I wake up, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do a workout yet, I'll do one later. But then I get sucked into work, whatever I'm doing, and then I don't have time to do that. And I think that's still absolutely fine. So I'm going to keep this episode kind of short and just kind of give you a little reminder that Christmas is fun and a lot of people, not just people in ED recovery, do feel that guilt after Christmas and here's another reminder to not listen to what your mums or your aunties or whoever it is or social media 
don't listen to what they say after Christmas. You know, that kind of week of Christmas, then New Year's, everyone kind of just has like lazy time, you eat a lot, you eat loads of leftovers, you just have like the biggest chill. And I love that week. That's my favourite week of the year, the last week of the year. And then January 1st hits and everyone's like, New Year's resolution, go to the gym, juice detox, um, draw out January. And it's just all this kind of like, why? And I hate that people post that everywhere, like good on them. And some people like that. Some people like the motivation from other people. But for a lot of people that is triggering. If they're like, no, you need to get back to the gym. You need to lose those 10 pounds you've gained over winter, over Christmas, whatever. It's not helpful for a lot of people. I get it might motivate some people, but for the most part, it's very triggering. And I do hate that the whole world now is just trigger after another trigger. But, you know, like, you've got to be careful with what you say online. And that's why I do kind of take what, or I mean, I kind of hope that you take what I say with a pinch of salt. Because I'm not a licensed professional. And even if I was, doesn't mean you have to listen to what I say. These are just my opinions. So I do really appreciate you listening to them and taking the time out your day to listen to me rant about random things. But yeah. And I'm going to kind of end this here because I think I've said what I needed to say rather than going on many tangents like usual and I've already gone on a few. But Christmas is a fun time so try and rewire your brain to think that and if you struggle, remember it's okay. You have time, recovery takes a long time and that is scary in itself but just remember that you're doing way better than you probably think you are and if you woke up this morning, you got out of bed, you got ready, that's a, that's a goal in itself, you've done something. So remember, don't be so hard on yourself and try and enjoy this festive time because it's the end of the year and 2024 is going to bring so many better things for you. So yeah, I will speak to you very soon and have a great Christmas because I won't be posting one until after Christmas, Christmas now. So have a great Christmas and I'll speak to you soon.